This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to one of the first episodes of Canisation. It is me, Chris. We have a very, very special guest. I met this individual... I would say like three years ago, unbeknownst to not knowing who you really were. But I walked in uh, to the spot just to buy some CBD joints and you were there and we chopped it up a little bit. I was like, those, you know what I'm saying? It's dope to see somebody black working. I was like, I didn't know if you owned the spot, you know what I'm saying? But it was dope to see somebody black in that environment. So Three years later, we get connected through BIPOC. And if you don't know what BIPOC is, that's Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. Um, got connected through there. They got us together. So uh, I'm introducing today Marlena from the Zen Barn. I wish I had I, I wish I had some hands to clap for you. You know what I'm saying? Want some? Yeah! But look, thank you for coming out here to this place that I've built. Just to let y'all know, this podcast uh, is about the promotion of people in the cannabis industry and what they're doing, the things uh, Vermont's going to be legalizing cannabis. So I want to bring people on this podcast to have their um, platform to say what they do and what they're having and how they're contributing on the right side of cannabis. You know what I'm saying? So tell us who you is you know what i'm saying let me just say i remember um when you came into the to the shop a few years ago you got the king palms <laughs> I <did>. king palms. <laughs> yeah and i and i remember you asked me too you like is this your spot because there was a picture behind with my husband and i on it and when i told you yeah you were like that's what's up represent and that's what it was about too uh, and that's, that's why what it, yeah mm -hmm. okay so i told a lot okay well, <laughs> no, you, no you told but, the truth yeah yeah you remind you made me remind me but that's what i'm about and what zen barn farms is about is like just being there and representing um and who am i i'm marlena full name tucker fishman <laughs> Born in New York, Queens, New York. Grew up in New Jersey. Okay, shout out to Queens. Right. <laughs> um, and now I've been in Vermont for 14 years, right. venturing the entrepreneur road for the past 10 years. Right. And um, Zen Barn and Zen Barn Farms is a space, a community space. It's an extension of our lifestyle that's about connecting with community and extending um, life pretty much through music, cannabis, right. and good wellness practices that's dope mm -hmm. um you have the restaurant too correct yeah what, what kind of cuisines do y'all have there now it has varied right now we're focusing more on the musics and events so we end up pairing food along with the music we recently just had a jamaican jewels food truck there and we yeah, had a ton yeah. come through and there's tacos on a regular night wood-fired pizza and depending on the music different food yeah so the two times that i've came there the first time was one of the cannabis events, and I got some tacos from there. <laughs> and I don't know if it was the weed or they was just really bomb, but they were bomb. I knocked them all off right there. <laughs> but I didn't get to stay long enough to taste Jamaican Jules' truck mm -hmm. because uh, I had to end up coming back home and picking my daughter up. But, yeah, I've heard some things about that truck. They're, they're not the same people who, I remember there was a guy in Burlington with the cart. 
had this huge, like a push cart. Is that the same people? I'm not sure. But depending on what you ate, it might have been the weed, too, because we do infuse our food and beverages. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so it was just extra good everywhere, right? Yeah, it was awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong, but upon my investigation of finding out who you were, you had something to do with a yoga instructor? Yeah, so Zen Barn started out as a restaurant, music venue, and wellness studio. We had yoga, tai chi, West African drum and dance. And then we started to introduce cannabis into the scene, um, having the yoga practitioners, if you will, try it out in the salve. And then we introduced it into the food and beverages and got great feedback and decided to extend on it. And we opened up in April of 420, actually. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, we went, I've been to a few events out there and it was like really, really jumping. Had the Wu-Tang was out there. I remember that. That's the, oh, that's the first event I went to. So I didn't know at first that y'all had the restaurant and the shop at the same time. You got a lot going on. Yeah, I, it's like I said, it's an extension of our life. Years ago, I learned about a blue zone. And Blue Zone is where people are living the longest. And it's based on uh, their daily practices, the food that they eat, music, and the environment. So with Zen Barn, that's pretty much what it encompasses. Great music, great community, um, focusing on sustainability. And then cannabis is also part of the wellness and other daily practices, like dancing. Yeah, moving. Getting your body moving. What else, like, how did you get into, like, Th that realm like how did you how did it evolve from you know yoga to cannabis i know it all you know what was your journey through it so i've always been a personal advocate within my household growing up of, of alternative medicine and like holistic practices especially since my mom had always had different ailments so uh, when i finally was ventured outside of the house in jersey when i left at 18 i started when we moved here to grow my own herb garden and cannabis was always a part of that for me, helping me deal with my own chronic pain and it evolved to whoever knew I would have anxiety, but at one point having um, some social anxiety and it really helped with that. And then when introducing it to, like I said, people at our studio and in the restaurant, I was like, all right, now time to go full throttle. And as I used to say with my brothers back in the day who were in that in between, it was like my opportunity now to bring the in-between to the forefront and show how beneficial it is. Do you remember your first weed plant that you grew? Well, surprisingly, the first one that I personally just grew on my own was just this past um, this past winter, and it was some beautiful red dragon and banana kush. I gotta see, I wanna see pictures of this, cause- I have to show you some yeah, pictures, I wanna it was see, beautiful. Yeah. I, um, that's cool, I know a lot of people, like my first weed plant was, uh, I was, it was indoor, and I grew it hydroponically thinking it would be easier because, you know, I don't have to deal with dirt. And it ended up, soon as it flowering, it died immediately. <laughs> so, you know, I just know that there's always been, but I tell you, them plants in front of Zenborn, do you have anything to do with those? Yeah. You do? You know, yeah, those, those are my babies. Those are, those are pretty, mm -hmm. those, I'm not gonna say they're the biggest, those are probably like the biggest weed plants I've seen in person. Yeah, my husband did the mound, yeah. and then I'm out there trimming and singing and playing my flute to them and talking. 
It's good. So that's what I do when I when my when my ladies in the back. I go out there. I always greet them. How y'all doing? Y'all looking superb today. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I got my little. But oh, there you go. My little speaker. Make sure it's charged. Put it in my pocket and go out there and take their clothes off. As I like <laughs> to say, you know what I'm saying? Take all that bad the bad leaves. Trim them up. You know. But uh, it's good, yo. It's good that you talk to your plants because they. I'm learning they have like a language. Like they, if and once you learn that language, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we had a guest come over a a, a, a few days ago, and he was talking to me. He basically, walked through and was like, "This is wrong with this plant. This is wrong with this plant. This is wrong with this plant. And this is how you fix it." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just gave me the whole rundown of you know what I'm saying. Yes. How to grow a plant, and mm-hmm. he he's knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. So one of the things that was really weird about what he said, but I, you know, accepted for what it was, was that milk and water is nine parts milk, one part water will uh, kill powdery mildew. You got to spray it once a week. So I got up early this morning. I've been up since like five o'clock, I'll say five o'clock and, you know, spraying my plants. You got to do it. You know, you got to, they're your babies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, that's awesome, man, that you interact with your ladies like that. You know what I'm saying? You have to. Mm-hmm. You play the flute for them. Yeah. So, would. Like a, it's not the recorder, right? It's yeah. like a real, okay. Mm-hmm. That's the only flute that I've had experience with is the recorder in, like, fifth grade that you got to learn to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's dope. All right, just be out there with your own music. <laughs> <laughs> what you be playing for them? Just whatever, just whatever ends up surfacing, depending on the way the wind moves the plant or how the mm. cars are going by. Yeah, yeah, if there's yeah. a ladybug there crawling, I'll play a little slower. That's dope. I think it's cool when people like really understand plants. And when I first like I my blueberry bushes, I used to talk to them every morning. I used to thank them, and no lie, my blueberry bushes start producing bigger blueberries. Like, I was like, I don't know if it's me or or what. Like, uh-huh. like last year, last year I got like a pound, I mean, a, a gallon-sized bag of blueberries off my, all, I got like six bushes out there. This year I got probably like nine gallons of blueberries off my, <laughs> no gas, all of it's <laughs> in my freezer. Um, of blueberries, and I was just going out there thanking them. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the fruit. How y'all doing today? Right. So appreciation of the plant. In my for my indoor um, ones, I would uh, play Etana's song "I Am Not Afraid." <laughs> when that's my anthem. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, they're supposed to listen to good music. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a jazz. I like you know what I'm saying. I like horns. Anything with a horn. Like when I was younger, I wanted to play the saxophone. You know what I'm saying? But I never learned. But it's never too late to learn. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I actually have an alto saxophone. My son has been encouraging me to play it more. I should be asking you what can't you do? Oh. <laughs> like you play the Do you play the saxophone? I do. I haven't been playing it much at all, though. Yeah. But now that I've just said it, I guess that right. should. It's on more. record. Mm-hmm. We got it. If you don't do it, I'm going to play this podcast <laughs> back and say, you know, do you like perform no, or no. you just it's just a personal yeah. thing mm-hmm. yeah that's dope that's one thing that i had to do like with voiceovers i had to you know what i'm saying step outside my box mm-hmm. and 
perform like I with the high breaks or perform around Vermont with this band. Mm-hmm. And uh, he asked me to do it, and it was an immediate yes until I got out of the hype and was like, oh, man, man, I really just got to do it. I can't mm-hmm. back out. I can't say I'm sick. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be done. But uh, once I got up there, it was – Easy peasy. You know what I'm saying? I knew what I practiced. I knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? So if if you good, man, you better get up there. And, you know <laughs> come out come out the kitchen. <laughs> come out the kitchen with the shades on and <laughs> That's that just made me think though with the jazz. I was just listening to something um on it. I I forget the artist's name. I told you my husband holds the names. <laughs> But how jazz musicians really drove um, cannabis yes. use early, early on since like the eighteen hundreds. Yep, real so. big in the jazz mm-hmm, clubs. They used mm-hmm. to sell joints for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. So we're that's part of it too. Is like um, as we start our dispensary and cannabis business, is really pairing music too with it mm. and um, honoring those that came before us and paved yeah. the way. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we spoke about the Wu Tang, but who are some of the other guests that you've had on? Who are some of the other guests? Um, yeah, I know it's been a lot. I follow y'all on Instagram, and I see uh, I'm always seeing some type of music, some type of something going on there. Mm-hmm. I I hate that I couldn't stay later just for the events mm-hmm. because you know like I said I got I got a daughter. My wife works in the food industry, so I got to be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying at night. But you know what I'm saying. We we venturing out. She's she's getting a little older now. She's becoming you know a sustainable human being mm-hmm. at least for a couple hours. Right, you know what right. I'm saying. So uh, I want to start being able to come out more. So. I could tell, like, just at the beginning, like, the people pouring in, you know what I'm saying? And speaking of the people pouring in, it'd be some nice cars out there outside the Zen Point. I was riding through there. I, I got the pickup, but it was some uh, people didn't put their top up, you know what I'm saying? Just right. left the Porsche out in the parking lot. Well, that's what's great. I think you must have been seeing some of the, depending on the season, when the tourists come through, because we're right off of uh, 89 yeah, yeah. on Route 100, so... Some of those cars, there's some nice Vermont cars, but um, our cars tend to be more functional. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a convenient spot. Yeah. I know, you know, cannabis is still, you know, a growing thing. So I know I know you got to have, with all these things you got going on, you still have something else in the mix. So do you got anything that you can speak about that's coming up with the legalization of cannabis here? Yeah, um, got a little pocket load of things coming up. Uh, in October, Zen Barn Farms is planning to become a full-blown uh, cannabis shop, including a cannabis immersive exhibit and education center. So we're going to be having a cohort of interns to help people learn about all aspects of the plant, the history of it, the medicinal side, the war on drugs, where it's at and where it needs to go, and also really features some of the BIPOC people in this community that are leading in the industry. And we're collaborating with uh, universities to have education programs that lead to certification in cannabis for folks. And then we have the dispensary side um, offering an abundance, not, yeah, an abundance. I will say an abundance because an abundance doesn't mean uh, something that's too moss. 
<laughs> well, abundance can also be uh, very informative because, yeah. you know, it's a lot that comes with an abundance. And if you want to be in this field, there's an abundance that comes with it. Right. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's an abundance of information. And yeah. And our products will be like functional based too. Like I mentioned with um, how it's an extension of our life and our daily practices, like being able to focus on sleep or relieve anxiety and pain. So people come in and get educated on what they need in addition to being able to enjoy the environment and learn about the plant. Re-educating the miseducation. Mm -hmm. Facts. Because there's a lot of people that still have that bad stigma of cannabis. Mm -hmm. They still think it's the the gateway drug. You know, I remember being young and my parents calling it or my mom calling it dope. You know what I'm saying? You're smoking that dope, Mm -hmm. you know? But I mean, all actuality, it's 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 an herb. It's a medicine. It's just as good as... A, a tea that you would pick from your yard. So educational wise, like, and you said you can come get certified there. Well, we're collaborating with some universities. They have um, adult learning programs and six week certification programs or even undergrad. So we're going to have more information out about that soon on our website. For sure. For sure. And we uh, just recently launched to our cannabis generation equity fund. Our steering committee is a group of BIPOC leaders in this area that are working in different areas in the industry from consulting, shout out to Royal Highness Consulting, (laughs) (laughs) and manufacturing. and um, She coming on the episode too. Nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah, and even on the legislature side. So we have people involved in all aspects to have interns step in the industry and really learn about it. Um, Because what we were seeing is that people are getting equity... um, like licenses, but really have no background in how to run a business or what it takes in the marketing side. So we're meeting people where they're at at the basic level and then having different phase programs. Phase one is um, being paired with businesses aligned with your strengths and your passions within the industry, whether it's from seed to sale and ancillary and then growing from there. So, yeah, because it's more it's a lot more than just growing it. You know what I'm saying? You need to have things to go with it. And that's one thing I had to learn because, you know, hearing the weed, you know, I can grow weed. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about you got to find out who is it going to and what form it's coming in. Mm -hmm. What am I getting? What is the product that you're selling? It can't just be some some yard grass. You know what I'm saying? You got to have it tested and. So, yeah, I got family members out there that's like, yeah, I want to do it. But, you know what I'm saying, then when it came down to it's time to, you know, let's let's get it. Then it was like, I don't know about all that, you know, so. Well, tell them to come, come, come. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Zen Boy, and it's obvious, like you said, after October. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, look, it's not this podcast. I understand people have short tension spans. So, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming up. Like, I greatly appreciate it. I really do. Uh, People's time is very limited, and I'm always appreciative of the time that people dedicate to my idea and what I have going on. So, greatly appreciate that, Dow. Appreciate you. you. I guess I should say, too, one other thing that we have coming up is um, when I went to the Black Cannabis Conference in New Orleans, one thing that um, this woman had stressed who's very influential in the industry. She said, uh, politics, pot, and power. Mm. And the politics part, I kind of like quivered at. And I read, and lots of people I've been hearing, you can't separate business and politics. So one of the things that we're going to start to do as well is have, have more voice in 
how the industry should um should look rather than just model it but really put um our voice to it as well yeah so look out for that let us know what you need and also like we need more BIPOC members in this community. You know what I'm saying? Because with everything, everybody sees something their own way. You know, it's not all the people in our community that is on the right side of weed. You know what I'm saying? Especially in this industry. So it's I'm, I want all BIPOC, you know, people like to come in, learn, you know, business ain't for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Come in, get knowledge, and learn about what you know you could be. You know what I'm saying? In this, what was was locking up our dads, and you know what I'm saying? Like people still in all over the U.S. still doing time while a big company is making millions off of cannabis. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that's awesome that you got like all those projects and going on. Like that's good. So, end of the episode. I would like to close with a motivational quote from you that you like to live your life by. You know what I'm saying? I have mine. I don't close with it, but it's something new that I'm trying. I just Uh thought of it. Uh But I know like a lot of people, you know, have something along the lines that a motto they live by or something they like one of mine is it is what it is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like because it's facts it can't be nothing else but right. it is what it is you know right. but do you have any like motivational things that you go by the first thing that ended up coming to mind it's not something that i quote daily but i it's definitely who what made me who i am and is what my mom used to say to me all the time growing up she would say a little disc, little pre, a little context. She's a reverend, so she would say, <laughs> "Who's my star?" And I would have to say, "I am." How high are you gonna shine all the way to the heavens? Who's gonna stop you? Nobody but God. Mm. So, and then she used to have to add, like, "And Grandma and Daddy," because I would just take it wherever <laughs> I wanted to take it, and that and that continues to be how I live now. You do live by that every day, even though you don't say it every day, but you do live by that every day because, mm-hmm. like. Ma'am, the amount of stuff you have going on, pretty damn shiny, if you will. <laughs> so, but like I said, man, thank you so much for your time. Have you Instagram? What is your the handle? All right, it's just at Zenbarn Farms. At Zenbarn Farms. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, this is Canisations. You can find us on Instagram as well, Canisations Podcast. Thank you, Marlena. I greatly appreciate it. Hey, yo, y'all stay amazing and stay blazing. <laughs> or stay blazing, stay amazing. Something like that. <laughs> One of those. But yeah, y'all be good. Thank y'all.